You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, your boys is back. What up? What it do? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is a 2019 edition of the first episode of the AZ's and Rupert's podcast. Let go. This is your boy Raynell Jamal, and I got my brothers in the building. Who's in the building with us tonight? This is your boy Jay Davis. Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at J.A. Davis I.I., which is also for J.A. Davis Roman numeral 2. Um, and you also can find me at www.jdavis.co. That is the website. Blessings. Happy yes, sir. Year. Yo, yo. What's good? It's your boy, Chris Peters. Y'all can catch me on Instagram and Twitter. Chris Gets Busy. C-H-R-I-S-G-E-T-S-B-U-S-Y. That's all my social medias. I ain't got to say too much more. Happy New Year, y'all. Yes, sir. And this is your boy, Raynell Jamal. Hit me up on my social media at R-A-Y-N-E-L-L. J-A-M-A-L, that's F-B, Twitter, I-G. Um, hit up the uh, podcast at A-Z-R-O-O-T, B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D, A-Z's Rupus Pod. That's for the Twitter and the I-G. And uh, go ahead and listen to this episode on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We on Spotify now. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, we making and, uh, that Joe Button moves. Yeah, yeah Joe Buttons. What up, boy? Yeah, but yeah, we doing all of that. And uh, go ahead, go to my website, rayno-jamal.com, to get all the episodes. And uh, we here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year's to you. Merry Christmas. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, uh, we here. We here. So uh, we just uh, thankful, you know what I'm saying, that yeah, we was able yeah. to see another year, ladies and gentlemen. And we yes, hope sir. that you spend a happy new year safely. Yes, you know sir. Because if you ain't hearing this, then it's problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, how was y'all? How was y'all holiday? It was, it was, it was, it was perfect. It was good? Lovely, brother. Yeah, lovely. Okay. It yeah. Was lovely. Yeah, man. You know what, y'all? We tried. We did record an episode. <laughs> we, we wasn't able to get it to you. You know what I'm saying? We had some technical yeah. difficulties. But it was crazy though. It was a good one too. It was. Yeah. It was. But it, it goes perfect what we was pre gaming about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's just been a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. Too much, brother. It's been too much going yeah. on. Much. Spirits um, is getting turned, <laughs> man. Like, um, I think the last time we left, Jeff and I was talking. We th- we gotta get your opinion on it real quick. Okay. Come out, a uh, Jacquees. You know, because he said he's the king of R&B from 16 to 25. Uh, R. Kelly thinks he's still the king of R&B in that age bracket. Mm-hmm. So we got to change that. that. That has to stop, R. Okay. Kelly. Well, first, 16 to 25 is Jacquees, okay? First, let me just say. <laughs> What's going on? R. Kelly, 
is not on nobody. <laughs> <He's list. laughs> we don't cancel R. We, Kelly. We delete him. We, he's muted yeah, <laughs> at this just, point. Man. Bye. Um, Bye, brother. Uh, Josh Reese is not the king of R&B. <laughs> no. 16 to 25. Nah, he not. <laughs> he's not. Who got that? Talk to us. Uh, Chris Brown has that distinct okay. title. Okay. Um. Speaking of Chris Brown, have y'all heard that new Chris Brown? It's called Undecided. I heard it's bomb. I haven't heard it. He sampled uh, I Love Your Smile by Shanice. I've been wanting to do that, too. Okay. It's more of a like a kind of like an up-tempo dance kind of version. Yeah, yeah. But it's still fire. Really? Oh, yes, man. It's, wow. it's called Undecided. And he just got his masters, too? He Yes, he is one of the youngest artists ever to own all of his masters. Oh, that boy racking up. Boss he moves. Take big Boss time. moves, gentlemen. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Chris Brown is definitely the king of R and B of uh, sixteen to twenty five. Um, I think he's. I think he is the king of R and B. Period. Right now. Mm. Right yeah. now, it seems like he's the most consistent. Right. Right. It seems like he puts out the best material. Yeah. Um, there are some people that I feel are right there with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like Breezy got that. Breezy got Breezy that. Got that now. Breezy got that. I said Beanie Chris is the king of R&B. That's what I think. <laughs> Bro. Let's talk about the real Chris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the real one. You know what I'm saying? But uh How do you feel about how do you feel about uh when Jackie's uh uh rolled up on Key Sweat though? That was disrespectful. <laughs> Bro, I was tripping when he saw it. I was like, whoa, this little boy, this little man thinks he really something, ain't he? That was disrespectful. But why did he go on IG and Act like he was waking yeah. up to nobody, bro. Bruh, that, that was, was wild. That was wild. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What do you do? So on IG, like on one of his stories, he had he was in his bed, mm-hmm. like just looking at the camera, like really weird. Mm-hmm. And but he had Key Sweat's nobody playing in the background. Now that was the wow. next day, and he the put he day. put mood. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Disrespectful. He's disrespectful. Yeah, he's bro. disrespectful. He's. I don't know what is wrong with him. Yeah. But uh. I'm I'm glad you got that confidence. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have that type of confidence. Right. In order if you if you think you're the best, you gotta have that type of confidence. Right. But um Jacquees, his album didn't even crack the Billboard top two hundred. Whoa. I'm not surprised by it that. Did. Dealing with sixteen to twenty five. This is what happened. It you know what I'm saying? He <laughs> <laughs> got it too much to listen to right uh, now. Yeah, I mean, really the only thing he's known for is remixing other people's songs and right. that's not gonna get you on the charts. Nah. So I mean I don't I never really cared too much for him before. Right. I don't care too much for him now. Right. Um he wasn't really I res- I respect his craft and you know, I respect, you know, what he does, but right. Not really my my cup Forte, of tea. Yeah, yeah. Not really my. Yeah, I just think he need to get a vocal coach. Yeah, I mean he needs to improve vocally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, before you can, you know, before you can say that you're the king of R and B, but who you think the king of R and B is right now? Who did I say, Chris? Did I say Chris Brown? Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of said. Chris okay, Chris. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I feel like Chris. Br- I feel like Chris Brown is because this is my struggle. This was my only struggle with the whole. Who, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. This mm-hmm. my only. This was my only struggle with the argument. Mm-hmm. My thing is. If you have to say that you're the king of a particular age bracket, that doesn't make you a king. Exactly. That makes you a prince. Exactly. You feel exactly. Me? So it's kind of you know <laughs> exactly. So my True thing that. was like, my thing was like, you know, and you know, we can go down the list of <coughs> individuals that have had major impacts on like on the 
R&B game till to this day. You know what I mean? To this day. To this day. But you know what I mean? So, like, we talked about, like, Babyface. Yeah. We talked about, um, you know, you know, just the list goes on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, me and you had that that discussion. Carl Thomas, yeah, yeah, being yeah. one of my favorite. You yeah. know what I mean? One of my favorite, just like R and B singers. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, we could talk about Usher. We could talk about all these individuals, right? That have had like major impacts. Like, you know, still, c- and their music is still currently mm-hmm. being played on major. Right. Like, right. Usher's yeah is still like. You hear that at every wedding. Mm-hmm. You'll hear that at like three o'clock on one of those two point seven. He just dropped another. Uh, he just dropped the EP not too long ago, and it's fire. Word. You like the you like the trap usher? I like I I like <laughs> you like trap usher. <laughs> I like the trap usher. I mean, yeah, it's cool to me. Right, yeah, right. So but I'm, I mean, just like for me, but I think from across the board, I feel like uh, Chris Brown. Yeah, is doing, and I know we'll get into this discussion later, but but on the artistic side, I'll keep it purely artistic. I think he's doing things that Michael Jackson is doing musically. Yeah. Where he's you think able, so? I think so in a way, like where he's able to cross bounds, bro. Like, and he also did a major crossover thing before he got in trouble with like the double mint gum, like when he did like yeah. that full yeah. like, like dance pop uh, joint. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's been able to like touch multiple age brackets at the same time in mm. in multiple like circuits, but still really under a strong R and B bracket he hasn't really changed his vocal sound maybe the music surrounding his voice has changed but like the the approach is still so r&b to me you know what i mean so yeah that's just me yeah Hmm. yeah because you know how i feel about mike you know i love mike from acdc i just think that we don't have honest conversations about michael jackson i I really don't you want to talk about the king then just say stevie say pj i mean we talked to stevie now that's something different i don't like you know, you know. Oh, I'ma say, I'ma say this. This may be a hot take. Okay. I don't necessarily think. I think when you talk King of R and B, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of gotta put Stevie above. Yes. Being put on a list. Yeah. Like yeah, he's like. I it's see like, what you're It's like. I feel that's, that's, that's yes. it's like that's Stevie. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> you don't put him on no list. Like, right. that's, he up here. He's the standard. He's like the standard. He's, he's the like, standard. The, he's the rules. He's the rules. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you know, Stevie and then everybody, everybody else. else. Right. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? It's just like the things that he was able to do with his voice, the things that he was able to do on a piano, the things that he was able to do with a harmonica, the things that he was able to do musically, right. the songs he The writes. songs that he was able to Ooh. create. It's Man. like lyrically, that dude ain't no joke, bro. It's like, dude, you touching your lyrical content was so ahead of his his lyrical content was so ahead of yeah. his time. Like, if he wrote on that level today, it'll be over. It'd be a rap. It'll be a rap. If he was still like, if that's if if Steve yeah. Wonder was in his twenties right now, that dude would be oh yeah amazing. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. like to me, like bro, I was I think one time me and Ray were were just talking and and I just turned on I put on inner visions bro and I was just like you don't get we don't get no this man. that's why I don't and, uh, man I don't want to be disrespectful to the king of pop <laughs> but I don't want that's why I don't like putting him and, and Michael yeah, Jackson you, on you, the, you can't put them and people get mad but I was like bro like come on yeah are we ready for the but I mean like I know we've had our pregame conversations 
But it's like Michael was a great entertainer. Yes, absolutely. So Gibbons. Like the entertainer, if you want to put it like that. But people got to understand that Michael didn't do all of his writing. Nope. He didn't do all of his production. Nope. You're right. You know what I mean? So when like when I when we talked about kings, like you know, like don't get me wrong, Mike Mike set the standard. He's a king he of pop. But he had a team. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He had a team. Quincy. Yeah, he did. Quincy. And once Quincy left, that things started getting weird. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because I'll never hear nobody talk about Blood of the Dance Floor. I'm still waiting on people <laughs> to tell me what song on Blood of the Dance Floor do you be making? Because people act like Michael has everything just on lock. Yeah. Every album was not a banger. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not every album was a banger. Nah. Man, I ain't, y'all, y'all, y'all be know honest, we gonna get some heat for this. I'm just keeping it 100. To be honest, I ain't even really heard of Blood in the Dance Floor. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's just some stuff I felt like. Look, I mean. Michael got hit hits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Stevie Wonder made better music. Yeah, absolutely. He's more musical. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Musical. And I just feel like we got to just leave Michael in his lane. Exactly. Stevie Wonder tickets are more affordable than Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Right. And he puts on a more musical show. Exactly. Sure. A Ray got to go. Yeah, I'm going to go see Stevie. It was fire. He still sounds amazing to this day. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to see a, 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 like 30 soldiers doing dance moves at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love Mike. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to take – dude, I love Michael Jackson. Yeah. But it's like once we start putting – once you take Michael Jackson out of the pop category – his case ain't that strong. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so right. leave him in that pop. Leave you know what I'm saying? Pop. Because I feel like he's not even on the same level as Prince. These are like a different yeah. levels. Yeah, you talking good right you now. You feel what I'm saying? These yeah. are like musicianship, songwriting ability. Like this stuff is, I know, mm-hmm. I know. It's getting wild out here. Yeah, we watch the game at the same time. It's yeah. a game on the TV okay, at the same see time. The Spurs is okay, going in right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But I just feel like with Mike, man, like people give him like I saw this meme where people was like, "Is it safe to say Michael Jackson is the greatest artist of all time?" And I was like, "No, no, no, not no, it's not. He's uh, not the best dancer of all time. He's one of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying he's uh, not the best vocalist of all time. That I can agree with totally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I just want to keep it honest. So, 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 so we not just go speed past that. Like you, know, just, the say dance what you just said, dancer. Who's the best? I mean, do you think that? Okay, let's say this. Well, let's I mean, it. like, if you want to take the origin story, we know that he learned lots of stuff from like James Brown. Absolutely. Yeah. And he so. learned a lot of stuff from street break dancing too. Yes. I mean, so I'm, I'm not like that's the thing that I'm saying. Like he was dope for what he did in his lane. Okay. Mhm. 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 But hip hop and break dancing was around before Mike, right? Yeah. So he was the no, no. It was it around the same around time before Mike. It was around the same time. Okay. It was around the same time. Okay. He brought it more to the world, the pop blocking and the and everything, right? But let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, a, I, I'm okay. Hold on. I don't think he's the greatest dancer of all, all time. I think he's one of. I'm just here, so I won't That's get me. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Breezy might got him. Breezy will get him. Breezy, Breezy, Breezy might. Breezy will work. That? Work. Listen, I'm going to be honest. Let's, let's take a, uh, um, hold on, hold on. Before we can go there. Mm-hmm. He can't get to Breezy first. He first got to get through Amarion. But we, uh, <laughs> he got to first get through Amarion. Touch. Doom, doom, doom. Touch. I'm just saying. 
Can he get through Omarion? Omarion can go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Omarion be getting off. Can he? I think he got to work with Usher first. No, he got to work with Neo first. He get past Neo, then you go up to Usher. Why he, why he <laughs> go on street light level? Why, <laughs> he got no, he street light street fighter, bro. He was like, he got to go through Ken. He got to go through. He got to go through the gauntlet. <laughs> I'm just saying. He got to go through. I love uh, Mike, though. M. Saget. But he yeah. got to go through Ryu. Yeah. He got to do that. He got to go through that first. He got to go through Chun-Li. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. He got to hit up Neo first. Duh. You know what I'm saying? Then we work to Usher. No, Neo first. Tyrese, remember Tyrese dancing my way video? He was getting it. Get, nah, well, get I don't count Tyrese. He get Tyrese the freak out of here. Get <laughs> out of here. All right, my bad, Mike. I'm, I'm not gonna do you like that, Mike. May you rest in peace, brother. All right, Tyrese, my oh, bad, brother. No, what more do you want from me? I don't know. I don't know, brother. I don't know. Oh, okay, man. but look, nah. Oh. I'm just saying, I don't think he's the best dancer. Oh, he's. Genuine was a dope dancer too. Absolutely. Genuine was cool. Yeah. Genuine was cool. Yeah. The room. Yeah. And I remember that. Baby. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. Chris, like no, for real, like, Omarion and Chris Brown is no joke. Yeah, Omarion's a beast. Chris Brown but is I like. I think Chris Brown is like on another level. Dude, like this. I he saw does stuff I never seen before. I saw a video of him. This nigga did a front flip on beat. Yeah. He was dancing to a future March Madness. Yeah. He was dancing the future March Madness and he was jigging. And then when the beat dropped, is he did a standing front flip. Standing front flip off one leg. Landed on beat. I'm just saying. Landed on beat. I saw him dancing freestyle to future mask off. Mm-hmm. Killed it. Doing right. stuff I never seen before. Right, right. His choreography and his videos, he does, he, him and his, his guy, they, chore, they choreograph it together. Right. That's crazy. Like, these treatments for these videos, and he had a, he got a video for the song he just put out, too. It's called, mm. they shot it at Santa Monica Park, at Pacific Park. Okay, I'm going to watch it. They, they shot it right there. Dude is smashing the whole video. Right, right. Like, this is stuff that I've never seen right, before. Because, right. yo, wall to wall was a beast. Wall to wall. Bro, what about uh? That gave me Michael Jackson vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like Mike is entertainer wise, like goat. Mm -hmm. Like he understood the art of entertainment. Yeah. And I understand that he lived in a time. Yeah. Right. Where you know Chris Brown is benefiting from the Mike era. Right. I understand that. But I'm saying if I'm if I had to choose somebody I would love to look at, I'm going to choose Chris Brown. Chris Brown got mm. it. Breezy got it. You feel what I'm you saying? <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> like, even, like, I'm not even going to put Beyonce on the level of Michael Jackson, but I'm just saying, like, I didn't th- I didn't believe Beyonce was a great dancer until I saw her live, and I was just like, oh, this is a real thing for her. Like, she's not playing around. This is what she no does. Game. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, you know, I just feel like we put Mike in this supreme, undisputed goat. And I'm like, nah, brother, uh, got some other folks here you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. You know i mean we can, i don't want to we can't put them in the stevie wonder in a prince category that's, that's not right. even fair to what they brought to the game that's right yeah and more than anything you could put stevie wonder and prince in the same category yeah singer songwriters musicality musicianship <laughs> multiple instrumentalists like yeah these cats <laughs> but I, putting it down i mean i've even seen people's comments is like well you know how many songs michael jackson wrote for people and i was like name them <laughs> can you name them right because all I heard was the, rever- the reverse. 
I'm just saying, we got it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It Over here on this AZ's and Rupu's podcast, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We respect Mike for being king of pop. We're going to keep him there, but we ain't going to give him all the crowns. Right, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. He ain't going to get all the crowns. But uh, but speaking about the crowns, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, okay. <laughs> the crowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the crown that has been given to R. Kelly right now. The king of creep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. King of creep. Like, yeah, man. Um, uh, we, we was pre-gaming about it. We was still disturbed about it. We still bothered. And uh, Jeff didn't see it. I couldn't, y'all. I couldn't. Yeah, don't don't see it. I say it's I, just I couldn't. It's too couldn't. much. So but this is the, this is the question I want to present to us. I want to take a different angle on it. <clears throat> One thing that I realized about that that show was I just felt like, dang, this is what happens when you're um when you're overtaken by lust. Right. Mm. Not just lust sexually. I'm talking about lust when it comes to like chasing dreams when you're looking at just fame when you're just looking at stages when you're looking at you know what i'm saying because like i was trying i was telling jeff i was trying to figure out with these parents when's the last time r kelly made somebody a star i can't even remember <laughs> you feel what i'm saying he didn't even really he didn't even really make him uh, michelle a, a star he she honestly, did that on her own he ain't even really make Aaliyah a star if we gonna be real. Let's keep it all Aaliyah the way. Aaliyah became a star when she started rocking with Timbaland and Missy. Facto. Ooh, That's facto. facto Mundo right there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it just showed me like, you know, I uh, um I read I listened to a podcast and I had an entertainment lawyer on there one time. And um the guy in the podcast was talking about contracts, right? Yeah. And he was like, When they put pressure on an artist with contract how real is that pressure? Mm-hmm. And the entertainment lawyer said this. He said, it's fake pressure. He said, the music industry and the entertainment industry prey on desperate and ignorant creatives. Mm-hmm. They fabricate pressure saying, we need to get you signed this right away. If not, we got somebody else. Boom, boom. He said, and it's not even true. He said, and something I teach clients about contracts is this. If one label wants you, somebody else wants you. Hmm. There's always a better deal. And he said the smart people are the ones who don't look for record labels or for fame for validation. They're secure in their gifts, knowing that they can make it and do it even if they don't have a deal. That's good. That's good so stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when <laughs> I watched that show, I saw how these people are going to this man. I mean, there was, of course, and I'm not talking about the, the times when he just seeked out young girls. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones where the parents literally are trying to get their daughters to get mentored by somebody who doesn't even have a track record of mentoring anybody. Yeah, all because you want to put them on stage and you want the fame, you want the money, and it goes back to the last episode that we didn't upload. We asked the question. Would you still go after your dream if it will cost you everything? Mm. Mm. Think about it. Two of those girls in that documentary wanted to be singers so bad that they started a illegal relationship yeah. with the man. Yeah. That now they have sexual diseases. Just ruined their course of life. Just Some of them girls almost died, fam. You feel what I'm saying? 
Yeah. That's right. The, the Latina uh, chick. The Latina chick. And she, she said mono she, when she had was in the freaking hospital intensive care. She had got mono and another disease from the infection. Yeah. And it paralyzed her. Mm-hmm. She's still paralyzed? No. No. She no. she overcame it. Yeah. But I think she wanted to be a singer too. Yeah. And she was 17, and that's the song he wrote You Are Not Alone for. Yeah. Because he had got her pregnant too at 17. Yep. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I think people got to be a little bit more aware. Like, you know, we have choices. You know what I mean? And of course, with R. Kelly, he made a choice, number one, to use his gift for evil. Right. Mm. He made a choice to do that. Because, um, That's what we do right now. <laughs> okay. He made a choice to not to use his gift for evil because he's using it to manipulate people. And now, you know, one thing, like I was saying, when I was listening to some of his music, I just happened to catch that concert. I'm not going to lie, bro. It's so infectious. Like, the joints, like we was just playing around yeah. earlier. But, like, those melodies would stick. Yeah. And you be catching yourself singing them like, yeah. oh, like, like he understood it. But he understood how to man- manipulate he understood how to, uh, you know what I'm saying, take advantage of people. Yeah. But I'm thinking that the parents, not the young girls, because the young girls are young girls. I mean, we all know how we were when we were in high school. Right. For women, that has to be even different. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, so I can't blame the girls for obsessing or whatever. They, because that's what young girls are going to do. Right. But for a parent... To be like, yeah, I'm going to fly my daughter out. Like, nah, bro. Like, you can't. We can't be so desperate for fame, for opportunities to make it, that we're willing to just put ourselves in harm's way or risk. Risk it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just looking like, yo, like, nah, bro. Like, even like like, uh, with that one girl, I think um, Azrael was telling her parents, like, y'all about to mess it up for me. This, that, and the other, and then they didn't even realize that, like, oh, this is one thing too, Jeff, that we they saw, they they had got the daughter's iCloud because it was connected to the mom's phone. Yeah. So when they looked into the her text messages, they realized, you know, that first meeting they had at the hotel with R. Kelly and the parents was going there to look for her, that they already had sex. The first meeting he took her down already. So I was like, this dude was just on some like. But, like, if you with the parents, and I understand that, you know, the manipulation is working on them. That's post game. I understand the manipulation is he was running the manipulation so strong on everybody. But it's like, man, we can't be so desperate, bro. Like, that stuff happens all the time, bro. Like, bro, that's just, come on. So it just made me think, like, you know, like, we really got to check our own selves to make sure that we're secure in us. Knowing that, look, man, if even if I don't tour the world right now, right, I can still get it. Absolutely. Still get that bag. I can still playing. get it. Absolutely. I don't need R. Kelly to help me tour the world. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Because when somebody, like, he felt like now he got these girls thinking they need him. He ain't doing nothing because he ain't. We ain't seen one of these girls on a TV show or anything singing. Absolutely. I ain't heard one track. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't heard of ice cream like he did for JS or nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did do that for them. He's, the credits is crazy. Yo, <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot about them. 
he did do Jay ice cream for Jay. That was yes. his group, wasn't it? That was one of them was Ron Ozzy's wife. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so he ain't messing with Mr. Okay. Big. Okay, okay, yeah, that's yeah, already yeah. been established. We do that. We ain't you know do what I'm that. saying, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Big. But think about the songs he wrote for Kelly Price. Yeah, bro, that whole suite that he did with Kelly Price and uh, Ron Ivy. Man. Had us all, all sick that's, it. that's elementary school, bro. Bro, yeah, you feel bro. what I'm saying? Yeah, that was elementary school. Yeah. Going on in my home. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he had us. Hey, bro. Yeah. Honestly, like, I had to repent, bro. Yeah. Because I realized how much, how many melodies was in my mind. Bro, and I was like, Lord, uproot this out of me now. I don't need none of that in me. It's really crazy when you, when, when you really sit down and you think about all the songs that you've heard from this dude. It's my heart is breaking right now. Yeah. Like, it's really crazy. It's like, crazy. These songs that, and John Legend, who was in the documentary as well, he spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, yeah, John Legend. Was I heard people like, weren't happy about that that feature about like, John Legend. I don't know. They, I heard multiple like people like. Well, there's there's a reason people are mad, but I, I, I'm gonna get to that after I make okay. that point. Right. But uh, John Legend was like, he and I wholeheartedly agreed with him. He was like, man, this dude's. He was like a good half of his catalog was a soundtrack to a lot of people's lives. Come on, now. and he's not lying. Yeah. Like, how many times have you been to a wedding and they play "Step in the Name of Love"? Come on, bro. a backyard barbecue or family reunion. We were reunion. just talking like, about how that. many times have you been to? Um, how many times have you turned on Space Jam and heard "I Believe I Can Fly"? Like, you know. How many times have... Or when a woman sped up, bro. Or when a woman's... Right. And we being honest, he got about at least four to five classic albums. 12 Play is one of them. 2P2.com is that, one It is of a them. classic. <laughs> that is <laughs> a classic album. Bruh. It's a that, classic. They had a feeling on your booty on that, on that joint? Yes. Yes. Chocolate Factory. Classic. Classic. R. Think about R. R. No, but let's go to R. Kelly. This the album R. Kelly. Yeah. Classic. Bruh, he but he rattled off like four or five classics. Just boom, 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 boom. Like when people like, right now, like it's it's I don't okay, let me just say this. I know we going over his accolades. Mm-hmm. I'm I wanna say this. By by us going over this man's accolades, this is by this is by no means glossing over what no. he did. No, not at all. Not at all. We is just merely just sitting here talking about the fact that, yeah, he did all of this. He accomplished all of these great things. But you still got to be a- held accountable for all to. that That's sick real. stuff That's that you real. were doing. Because what we realize now is that all those songs were being inspired by underage, underage girls. This dude so called. This, listen, this is, this is what it's going to take the cake. The man called himself the Pied Piper. You know what a Pied Piper is? Pied Piper was a fictional character that would go into the neighborhood singing, never luring. You never heard about this? No, I. You're, you're, yeah. you're refreshing memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Pied Piper was a person that would is a fictional character that would go into neighborhoods singing, luring little children to follow him into the woods, never, never to be, be seen, seen again. again. And he was openly saying, "It's Pied Piper, it's y'all." The Pied Piper. I think he says y'all. it on like uh, like every other song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 like one of the girls in the documentary was saying like it's like he's like dangling it yeah. in our faces. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this, 
what are you going to do about it? I sold 50 million records. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I, you know what? I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Like, so and that's not, that's not including the songs you wrote for Celine Dion, Whitney Houston. Absolutely. Like you said, the songs you wrote with Kurt Franklin. And he, uh, wrote, right. Um, um, what was that song by Whitney? I, 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 I trust in you. Yep. And that song, he put out a gospel album. Yeah. You don't again. You, you hey, homie, you I'm going to tell you that right now. Nah, R. Kelly, don't mess with my lord. You feel me, homie? Don't mess with my lord. That's one <laughs> thing I you mean, ain't going to do. Bro. You feel me? Man, who who, who who don't got a gospel album out right now? That's true, though. <laughs> You're right, <laughs> right, though. You're right. But he kind of started that, though. He came out of right. nowhere and was like, hey, happy people when you save me. I need, this is one thing, though. He surely did write you save me, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He had the, he had the bumping. double album. Yeah, they he had that double album, happy people slash you save me, right? Yeah. Bro, they was bumping that on serious. So hard, yeah. Bro. Serious gospel, yeah. You saved me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the thing is, the music is good. It's good music. It's man. not like he's making like making whack, creepy how music. How it's like churches, so disguised. Mm-hmm. How many churches praise dance to that, buddy? Bruh, bruh. I remember. But if you, but, but you know what? If you really think about some of the songs he wrote, like some of the 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 R and B joints he wrote, he had like a lot of creeper lines in it. Though. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, it was, like, no option for the woman. Like, yeah, we're just going to give it to you. Like, I was thinking about the intro for uh, TP2. TP2. Uh-huh. He was like, uh, hit it hard from the back. Uh-huh. And I was like, dang, dog. Like, <laughs> he was just crushing <laughs> us, brother. No like, room for his head. He was just getting huh? Yeah, he was she just was crushing like, us. I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> Trapped in the closet. How many parts was that? Like twelve. Uh, he had too much time. He had too much time. How on much? Hand. How deep does your mind have to go, bro? <laughs> bro, they touched on that in a documentary, fam. Yeah, they did. They said, "How, how twisted does your mind have to be it to go there? Like, right. like all that sick stuff, like." Mm-hmm. All that stuff that's coming out of your brain, it's making sense now. It yeah. all makes sense. Yeah. Like we sitting here looking at it like is it uh, like in looking at it like it's entertainment. I know I did. Right. I was in high school. Y'all seen that trapped in the closet? Right. Right. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like right. we sneaking on the computers at school watching Trapped in the Closet. Right. Right. You know? It's 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 a direct reflection of what is real? What is really going on in this dude's brain? Right. Direct reflection. And I know a lot of people was wondering, like, how do we let this happen? And, and like, people was like, well, y'all supported him. He did this. He did that. But you know what, though? It's like, the way I look at it is like, number one, we didn't know the details. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the thing about the documentary is that we saw the stuff we weren't we were able to see things that we didn't see or know anything about that was hidden from us. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And then you get to know the inner workings and the details of how he was, him and his team was really seeking out these girls and setting these things up. And he was purposely going after children. You're looking at him like, yo, bro, like something, something's off with you. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't think we ever saw that view. But then I see people talking about like, like just really trying to like support him, but then trying to like, make you feel bad for like speaking against it but we have to realize though that this is what you have to do like with people like that yeah you have to mark them out yeah 
Yeah. They have to be marked out. Like Bill Cosby, he had so much money, so much power, so much acclaim that the only way to be able to bring attention to what he was doing for so long, for 50 years, you have to mark him out. Look, boom, on TV, this is what's going on. Yeah. Help us deal with this. So that's what this is. So you can't get mad at people who are speaking against this and they never did before because think about it. He's been doing it for 30 years. Right. There's kids, there's people who never even knew about the Aaliyah stuff. Right. Like, I know somebody who told me, like, bro, I never even knew about the Aaliyah thing. Man. Or somebody told me, like, yo, he, I didn't even know about the sex tape. Like, somebody at my job was like, I didn't know anything about that bro. stuff. Wow. So it was like, these are people, there's generations of this that, this is decades, I mean. Mm-hmm. This is de- decades. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, of course, people who've never heard of this. <laughs> double OT. <laughs> we're double OT now? We're watching the game, y'all. We're watching this first. So I'm saying there's people who, who've never heard of this, and they're they're truly genuinely shocked. Yeah. yeah. Or And then they're curious. So I'm not even tripping off of people, like, streaming the music and, like, oh, why did the streams go up? I mean, like, dude, there's people who never heard of this information. And it's like, let me see what's going down. Mm-hmm. Or people who are like us who've known about his music and we looking like, yo, you really was writing these songs about little girls, dude? Yeah, man. Like, you disgusting, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I just know, bro, like, I just know me right now. I just been, like, my heart has been a little tender lately. Right. I don't know if it's the new year. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I've been working out. Right. But I'd be hot, bro, watching. Like I just know, like I I just know right now, like there's just certain things that I just I just can't I I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it just I, and it goes back to this. I think we talked about this going back to what what we talked about last episode. Unreleased. Yeah. Um. We have to protect our, our we have to protect our geniuses, but our geniuses have to be willing to protect themselves. Absolutely. You That's know. Good. And it's kind of like one of those things. It's like. I think sometimes we have to be careful, like, even just as artists and musicians and people that are just creators, you know what I mean? We have to be mindful of not allowing our gifts to overtake our character mm-hmm. because, like, you know, we'll feel like we have the permission to get away with stuff that really we don't, but because we're gifted, mm-hmm. we think we could just we think we can, we can overstep things. Like, nah, man, there's rules. There's rules to this land. You know what I mean? That's so that's real. that's good right there. There's rules to this land. You know what I mean? So it's just really sad to me, and it's it's like it, it really kind of goes back to, it goes back to like, even some of like you know it goes back to the women empowerment movement, and it just goes back to just decency and respect yeah. and yep. order. Yep. That like it like when when somebody of power, the the I'm there's a couple of things I'm frustrated just from that frustrated me about what we talked about in pregame. Right. One, I think it's sad to me when when one p- a person of power takes uh takes ill advantage of their power mm-hmm. and then people are people are 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 hurt. You know what I mean? Are 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 hurt because of it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, he has twenty four assists, bro. I think the record is thirty. Record thirty. And they're going in double overtime? They're going to double over t- overtime. But, you know, when we, we take advantage, you know, we take right. people take ill advantage of their, of their, of their, of their gift. You know what I mean? Like, right. they, they, they really put, they really hurt people. I think the second thing that, that frustrated me about this, about this whole situation was the, 
like people putting other people in in harm's way. Right. It's like, man, you know this dude is doing dirt. Like you know this dude is doing dirt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you're bringing your friends and you're bringing your family into this situation. Sick. That that frustrates me. You know what I mean? Like, man, like people gotta live with that. You know, it's yeah. like, and it was sad, like seeing Sparkle talk about, like, like she was just like, I, I wish I, I should have never introduced her to him, like, yeah. you know, her niece. It's just sad, bro. It's sad. One thing that's sad is this. Um, I'll be honest. I was when I was watching it, I just kept telling my, I just kept screaming to the, um, to the TV, like, get the strap. <laughs> like nah, for real. It's like I just think that yeah, you know. I hate to say this, but death can death is right around the door for the brother. Like yeah, like you can't do that to people. That's you can't you can't do it. Yeah, it's you, just you can't do that. It's it just it's just not a it's just not a good look, dude. Like it's just really I you know, man, you can't do that to people. But the sad the sad thing it goes back to what I'm saying, like. When you feel like you're so you're so powerful that you can do that to people, and you feel like you can get away with that, like that's 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 sad to me. You know what I mean? Like that's genuinely sad to me. Like, bro, like you were literally taking advantage of people because you're in a place of power. Right. You're and you know what? <laughs> one thing they they talked about was how you know he was molested and everything like that. But you know, but with that, I honestly feel this. You know, you know he's he was molested, and of course they say abusers become abusers. Most of the time, if not all the time. Right, right. There's some dudes that just don't choose to inflict that type of pain on people. But my thing with him is like they were saying that he would use that with the girls. So like he he's purposely seeking out broken women. Right. And then he would use a way to like get to them was use his pain to make them relate. Then he's putting yeah, his yeah. game on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And lucky um, what he did with his ex-wife, right? Andrea. Yeah. And um, what I realized too was like, yo, he's this is like the definition of pimping. Yeah, yeah. Like what he's doing is true pimping. Mm-hmm. Like when they brainwash a girl to make her feel like she needs to sell her body right. for somebody. Like he's really pimping these women out, and um. I just feel like you, he has to pay for that. Like you, people like that, you have to mark out in society. Absolutely, and they have to pay for their consequences. I pray he get his soul right with the Lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you still have to pay for the pain you're putting people through. Right. And like I said, I know if it was me, if it was my child. Oh no. Yeah, I'm just telling you right now, if it was my daughter. Oh no. I will make sure that man's life was a living hell. I'm not lying. Like, I will chase him down. If it was my daughter, I'll make sure his life ends. Yeah. That's real. I think Yeah, I think the thing that y'all got to remember in that sentence is if those were your daughters, your daughters wouldn't have met that dude. That's real. That's real. real. You're right. You're right. But I'm saying this, though. Even if they were older, I'm going to be honest. Even if my daughter was 25 years old and a grown woman, no, 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 no. You're not going over there. No, you coming. You're not going over there. Or even if. Or say, like, say, just say she was, like, in college or whatever in. She happened to fall into that, mm-hmm. and I get word of it. Oh, I'm gonna do everything I can to get my daughter back. Absolutely, to pull her out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna let that just ride. I'm not going on TV. I'm not gonna like Master P said. I agree with him 100. I'm not gonna do a documentary. I'm gonna be on CNN. Right. 
He's gonna be on CNN because I'm gonna go to jail. Like, if I'm gonna burn it off now, like, <laughs> and I agree with hundred percent with him. I was telling him that my, my mom. I talked to my mom about it, and the, on the first thing she asked me, she was like, "I just wonder how he's still alive." She's like, "Cause if it was my child, she's like, I'll be in prison right now." Right. And if I, my mom, I've never heard my mom talk like that. Yeah. So that's let me know was like, bro, like, come on, dude, you want? And th- then on top of that, he has daughters. His 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 daughter his daughter posted something on Instagram today, and she was like, "I haven't heard from my dad in years." Like she was like. I don't really know him like that. We don't have a relationship. Like, and she said, my heart goes out to those victims. I can only imagine what you're going through. And that broke my heart because that's a daughter talking about her father. father. And it's just like, you would expect a daughter to come to the defense of the dad. Right. That ain't even the case. She like, I don't know, bro, like that. Yeah. That's crazy. This is a part in the documentary that was sad, bro. When I talk about when this woman said this. It was heavy, bro. It made me really think, like, yo, this is crazy. He had got one of the girls, I think Lisa Van Allen, pregnant. He asked her, what do you want to do with it? Mm-hmm. She said she decided to have an abortion. Yeah. They said, why didn't you want to have this child? She said this. She said this on Breakfast Club, and it broke my heart. She said, because I'm trying to think when she had her abortion. She knew she was having a girl. Mm, I remember what you talking about because she was on the phone on the Breakfast Club, right? Yeah. She said, I didn't feel comfortable having a child, bringing a girl into this world, knowing he was sick like that. She said, because if you know anything about the young girls that he messed with, they were all girls that he was close with. Mm. That, whoo, that is heavy. Like That is heavy. I didn't even hear that part, and that, that, whoo, like, I know, like, I was at work, that almost made me tear up, bro, I was like, that's heavy, bro, I can't even, like, think, man, like, you, this girl's about to have your daughter, and she decided not to, because she was scared that you, the father, Mm. the father, would do something, that, bruh, I can't even imagine. Imagine that is crazy. That's that's that's, that's heavy. That's so like crazy, that it goes back to like man like like we got like you said we asked the question last time we didn't we wasn't able to post it but it just goes to like if you have a dream yeah are you willing to risk it all like what if it means it costs you everything that's why there's a dr- that's why there's a difference between having a dream and a purpose mm-hmm. and you gotta know the difference. Because, like, they always say with people with purpose. And notice this with people with purposes. People with purposes think they should be doing something else, and then they fall into their purpose. For real. All the time. My dream was to do is, like Toby was saying, my dream was to go to the, go to the NFL. I didn't realize my purpose was to be rapping and doing music. I fell into that. So, like, you got to truly understand the difference. And when you know the difference, and when you have a purpose – you, you won't allow anybody to manipulate or take advantage of your purpose. Yeah. But people can manip- manipulate and take advantage of your dream easily. That's real. You feel what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, that's just the unfortunate situation is that some of these girls, and I'm sure probably like maybe like 60% of these women was trying to chase a dream. Oh, easy. And 
end up becoming victims or victimized. You know what I mean? Life's turned completely upside down by somebody who was just a, a predator. Who's yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I pray for him. I pray that he get his soul right, that he he knows seriously. I pray for the uh the women. Pray for all of those young girls that were in that situation. Man, some that are still in that situation. I wouldn't wish that on no parent, no. nowhere. Of any no. age. Of, of any, any age. age. I don't care if your daughter is 40. I no, don't wish that bro. on you. Just, that's just frustrating. Bro. And this is the thing, though. We don't even know how many kids he have out there. We don't know that's nothing. another thing I didn't even think about. He probably got more kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't know how many kids he got out there. We don't even know how many women he probably infected with herpes. Or he probably got AIDS, and we don't even know that. If that came out, <laughs> bruh. Uh, <laughs> if that came Off out. Offline, I'm going to tell y'all a story, and it's going to blow your mind. Fam, let me. Hold on. Because he's talking about going to Africa, brother. You wait, you go. Hey, listen, let me tell you, you something. Hey, man, That's don't the, come back. You already got a cough you can't get rid of. You got an itch you can't get rid of. Now you trying to get a cough. That, that ain't going to go away. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, wee. You can't. Oh, no. Wait. You don't go to Africa or Brazil trying to pimp. Like, this is not the. That's not the. You can't do those bro, things. You got an issue, bro. You can't <laughs> go over there, man. But honestly, like, honestly, though, like, real talk, to anybody that's been out there that's been like, just affected by this. I mean, like, because this causes a deeper conversation, like yeah. how men address women. Just a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, a, it's very layered. Uh, I just pray, like, I just pray that everybody just find your truth in it. Yes. Find the lessons out of it that, you know, you could grasp from it and say, you know what, I'm just going to do better in this now. Yes. Yeah. yeah you man, know what I'm saying? So I'm true. not, I'm not going to, uh, I'm gonna get so caught up in my dream that I'm just gonna put myself out here and just right. get caught up. Right. You know, because people would sign dirty contracts all day. They like, hey man, what I have to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, it is what it is, man. But it's like it's just sad, bro. Like that documentary was so creepy. It was wild, man. That was I never seen nothing like that. Never. Yeah. It was. It was one of those things that you like. I was saying in the um in a pregame. It's one of those things that you watch and almost surreal that yeah. you're watching it yeah. like it's like is this stuff really happening right. like and then and then you hear these accounts and they're so vivid like how can someone make up a lie that vivid like how, how like how can that be a lie like this these things have to be true because this there these stories have been around for so long and they were all saying the same, same thing. thing. All of them. They were all saying the same thing, man. Call me daddy. Yeah. Call like, me daddy. Don't look at nobody else. Yeah. Um, do this. Do that. Oh man, it was one. One of the the uh, the background singer was saying that the first time she ever saw a sexual him do a sexual act on a underage girl was in the booth. She was bent over. Yeah. In the booth. Dog. I'm telling you. It's crazy the stuff, bro. Dog, man, it's crazy. Like, dog, you're in your late twenties. Dog, I'm 28 years old. You right get now. any woman you want at that point. He's already made it. He's he already made it, fam. I'm 28 years old right now. What I look like walking around with a 15 year old acting like we in a relationship, dog. Lock, take me to jail. Lock me up. Throw away the key. Paul Walker. 
For real. That's nasty. Paul Walker, rest in peace, brother. But hey, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I was like, Fast and Furious, no more. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it. Come on, man. I'm glad The Rock took it over. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Sorry, Tyrese, but I'm just saying. Come on, dog. <laughs> we gonna talk real. Let's talk real. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, real. It's, just, like, it's just, dude. Let me tell y'all something before we before we bounce. Did y'all? I didn't know this. Just blew my mind when I heard somebody say this on a podcast, and I looked it up, and this, she confirmed it. Little Kim was like 16 years old on a hardcore cover. <laughs> she was 16 years old. I was like, dude. I was just like. Take it out of my mind. Take it out of my mind. Like, <laughs> she was 16 years old, bro. What is happening with these dudes? I, I don't even know what to say. That blew my mind. Yes. Yes. Dog. I am literally in shock. Yes. Right now. Who would do that? Come on, man. It's the that's that's that cover is iconic. For more reasons than one. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our first, that's our debut album. Yes. And dudes then had that picture hanging up on their wall. Yes. In their room. Yes. <laughs> yes. Child, think room. about it. It like, makes sense. Okay. I don't want to get too deep, but it makes sense. Think about this. It makes sense to why. The entertainment industry, with what I'm seeing now, with all these stuff coming out, they kind of groom pedophiles. <laughs> you know what, man? I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> I was thinking about Think that. about it. Because if you're going to put a 16-year-old girl out there like that, you have these celebrities dating people. Like We don't know what we're looking at and what we're listening to that's being done by children. You feel what I'm saying? We don't know, and they keep it a secret, and they put, they tell us they're of age. Like the like I was telling you about the Aaliyah thing when she first came out, they never told her age. Never. So like they're kind of grooming, grooming people to be nasty. Tiger dated Kylie when she was 17. We were just talking about that. That just popped in my mind. Tiger dated Kylie Jenner when she was 17, bro. Dude, like Elvis Presley let Chris Jenner let her go to Amsterdam with him. She was seventeen, and we and it be on today broadcasting this, bro. So like, what do like think about and the thing about spiritually, what's that doing to you? Like spiritually, like when you listen to R. Kelly music, you know it's time to. Bro, it's getting you ready. It's, it's getting, getting you in the mood. So spiritually, what is that with this entertainment? What is it doing to you that you don't even know you're taking it's it in? Down. You feel what I'm saying? It's just nasty. Like there, like somebody was posting about how Diddy, you know, his first son. Yeah. He was in his 20s, and the woman he got pregnant was like 16. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's just like a lot of weird stuff is happening. Wait, what? Yes. What? His first son, his first son. Uh huh. He was like in his 20s. He got her pregnant when she was 16. She had him when she was 17. His first son? Yes, Justin. Justin? Yes. Never knew that. That's what I'm so saying. So, Misa, his baby mama, was 16? Yes, when she got pregnant. Yo. Somebody called her out about it on, on Instagram. Dang. It was like, yo, if this is the whatever, that means you was pregnant at 16 and ever. And I was like, 
It's like, dog, what is going on with these dudes, bro? I don't look at kids. This is children. I don't look at children as if they're attractive. Like, I don't see it. Like, what is... So it's kind of like, it's like, it's like grooming people to be sick. It almost makes you, I'm turning the whole TV off. It almost (laughs) makes you not want to go into that line of work. I ain't gonna lie, it made me think that too. Like, I'm kind of good. Like, if you're like an aspiring artist, rapper, singer, producer, whatever, (laughs) I'm not trying to be nowhere near that stuff because it's like, it's a trap. It's It's nasty. The perfect word is a trap. That's this is this is this is the sad thing in college, right? And I, I've always bring this comparison because I work at Ford. Right. When we were young, when we were elementary and junior high, kids dressed like kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. adults dressed like adults. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, kids and adults are shot from the same store. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Instagram is for everybody now. So now, bro, like, you have to. You got to be on it. You got to monitor. Yeah, easy. You can't play around. Because you, you that trap. Mm-hmm. Bro. It's not. Because, like, 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 with the girls, they the parents, one thing what was constant in those stores, but I think with Joyceland as well, the parents didn't know they were contacting R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't know. So he was, like. But, like. It's like. It's like. They texting their boyfriend without yeah. their mama knowing. And yeah. this nigga is a whole 45, 50 years old. Bruh. Like, Karen, brother. like you gotta come on, you know, man. Bruh. Like, bro. And this is going back to, um, going back to, you know, uh, R. Kelly's brother took part in the, uh, both of his brothers, actually. We ain't even get on that. Mm-hmm. Both of his brothers took part in the, in the, in the documentary. Um, so, his brother Carrie, his youngest brother, was saying, "You know, my brother, he, he he can't really read or write, or you know what I'm saying. He's 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 he he's not that good at it. He's not that good at reading. He's or illiterate. Writing. He's illiterate. Arkelly. Oh, you, you didn't yes. know that? Oh he, yeah, he can't read he or write. Can't read or write or like add. That. Like he's not. He's he can't. He can't. He can't. And this is the thing. People are saying this is." Given the fact that yes, this is given true. the fact that he can't do that, given the fact that he can't do those essential things, he's still stuck in a childlike mind yeah. state. They say he's, they said like all the women said he acts young. So they say he's like fifteen years old. Yeah. So he's like, kinda like kinda like handicapped. He's handicapped. Perfect word. He's like a savant. <laughs> like I hate to say that, but like musically, like he's like a genius, but like lacks and totally right. Like it's like it's like it's like you could be. It's the documentary. I'm saying it will blow your mind. You be like, what? It's it's it it, it 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 tripped me out to think of that like that. It's like you can't do you can't you can't read you can't write or you can't add. If you can't do that. You gotta be still in that same childlike yeah. mind state. You have to be. How else are you developing as a person? If you can't read or write, if you can't read, 
that develops your emotions when right. you read things. Yeah. You yeah. read things and, yeah. and you you know that develops your emotions yeah. and it develops your 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 way of thinking. Right. If you can't understand what you're reading, how are you gonna understand how you feeling? How are you gonna understand life? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's every it's crazy how everything is tied together. It's tied together. Yeah. Everything is tied together. I think Nick Cannon did an interview and he was saying that. He said in the Vlad interview, mm-hmm. I'll send it to you guys, and he was saying that how um, he wasn't trying to diss R. Kelly, but he was saying, he was like, yeah, you know, R. Kelly, he goes for younger women, he said, because he said, if you talk, he said, if you talk to R. Kelly outside of music, he said, there's no type of sus- substance in this conversation. Right. He said, so he goes for younger women because that's on his level. Yeah, that's crazy. He said, because no grown woman is going to sit down and talk to you and you going and then you can't carry a conversation. Mm. He said so he goes for younger women. You know what I mean? He was like that's because that's where his mind is at so it confirms what you're saying. Yeah. Like that's what Nick Cannon said. He said I worked with him. He said so I'm telling you he's outside of music. He said it's like nothing to talk to that dude about. Mm. So he's like think about it dude like he's a handicapped person. He did do Jiggalo with him, huh? He did Jiggalo. Then he did getting freaky with B2K featuring B2K too, bro. The hits, hey, bro. The oh, hits Jiggalo is just. Was a hey, bro. He was in middle school, man. Bruh. Mm-hmm. Lots of those. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. I know I haven't talked a lot, but I'm kind of done right now, y'all. Yeah, like, man. He didn't see it. We've I'm been done. telling him about it. He didn't see it. I'm done. You know, I was forced to watch it. Thanks, chocolate. But uh, yeah, because <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to watch it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's sad, bro. But like this is the thing though, even though he's been abused, he and, and this goes let's sum it up with this, he still has to take responsibility for his own healing. Absolutely. You have to. So you can't use that as an excuse to go around hurting people. His other brother. He got another brother. This I almost broke my TV when I said when I when he said this. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I'll rewind it like three times to make sure so I heard what I heard. His his brother's in jail currently. His, old, his, his, his older brother is in jail currently, and they interviewed him from jail. This fool tried. He had the audacity to justify the fact that his brother likes little girls. Talking about, it's a preference. It's just like, I like older women. My brother like younger women. What's the big deal? He said that. That's exactly on verbatim. camera. That's exactly verbatim. He said it on camera. I my was guy. like, lock him up. I was like, put him in the hole. Put him in the hole. Put him in the hole. Four hour lockdown. Put him you in ain't hole. coming out the hole. You don't come out. You just just throw the key away. Just throw I the whole like, life you, away. Just, how do you have a preference for fifteen year old girls, bro? He said that on TV. He, said, bro. he was like, he 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 tried to justify it like so matter of factly, like so just run of the mill so like, what's normal. the big deal like what's the big deal i was like oh like bruh like you stay you stay in there you don't come out we you don't, don't see need you. to come out bruce stay in there bruce his name is bruce, bruce yeah you gotta mark bruce him out kelly you gotta mark him out bruh got like to. yeah so look ladies and gentlemen i know we was talking about this r kelly thing but real real talk though check the things that you lust for yeah put that in like seriously give those things to god make sure you know the difference between your dreams and your purpose and go after your purpose and just just keep those people in prayer like honestly like you got to keep people i know it's hard to say but you got to pray for r kelly like seriously like he needs help 
You know what I'm saying? I'm out and, you know, pray for the women that have been victimized by it. Yeah. Pray for his family, his children. Um, it's a lot of things that shit. It's just a lot of domino effect in this. And even, you know, watching that, you got to, like, guard your spirit. Seriously. Cause that's heavy stuff. So, uh, just remember, just, just ask yourself this question. Like, you know, if your dream won't cost you everything, would you still go for it? Because some of these girls... They lost everything going after a dream. That's real. Cause they put their dream in the wrong hands. So, uh, anything else y'all want to leave the people with the tribe with before we go? We know we're leaving on a heavy note, but, you know, we got to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say protect your heart at all costs. That's all costs. Yo, that's words. <laughs> that's scripture. That's all costs. Protect your heart at all costs, man. Because there's, there's, there are, there are things. Especially, man, if you got kids, man, if you got people that you love, like, that's close to you, protect them and protect your heart at all costs because there's some crazy stuff going on in this world. And I would hate to see, you know, some people that I love or hate to see myself go through going down that path. So, that's real. Protect your heart at all costs, man. That's real. I know Jeff is done, ladies and gentlemen. We be, we you can find me at jadavis.co <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, www.jadavis.co. And no, just real talk, like, um, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I am frustrated. Right. Because the sad thing about this whole situation is the only reason why this is a big deal of R. Kelly because of celebrities, but there's a, probably two of other guys that are getting away with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who's protect? Yep. And it's like, who goes back to the question I asked, how far does this dream go um, where you, where you're able to internally justify yeah. your actions? So for me, um, it's just frustrating because of like, you know, I care a lot about that kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, God is a healer, and, and God can deliver, and God is um, God can set free from those that may have have to engage in in hard paths. But it's like, man, the healing that has to take place, the the you know the reversing of mentalities that have to take place can be can be harder work sometimes than what we sometimes realize. Yeah, and sometimes what sometimes what people are not even themselves are willing to go through. You know, so it breaks my it breaks my heart when um, again it goes back to my earlier comments. Like it really breaks my heart when individuals have taken advantage. Manipulation is the word that we that we that we're using multiple times. But people are taking advantage of that. You know what I mean? Right. That that's what that's what frustrates me more about this. It's right. It's like you're wasting. I feel like you're wasting your gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? wasting your gift and your team is taking advantage because they know that if you have if they have your back in this this 
shameful acting they're gonna get taken care of right so it's like there's a ton of wrongs there's nothing right to me you know what i mean so yeah i that's what frustrates me about this it's not it's sad that it's somebody so talented but it's sad because it's just not just happening to one person it's happening to a lot of people yeah and it's it's innocent lives are being taken advantage of and that frustrates me that really frustrates me so gentlemen thank y'all for listening to this episode and um i just gotta keep it real with y'all um hey if you're the parents out there get the strap <laughs> real talk. Get the strap you know what i'm saying do what you gotta do but nah on the real though um to all my brothers you kings out there yeah you know what i'm saying act like some kings to the ladies act like some queens and uh, let's just do a better job of respecting one another, listening, and just loving on one another. And remember this, too. If you've ever been through anything, it's your responsibility to, to, to heal. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to do what you have to do to heal. And that's just straight up. You just trust God through it. He's going to get you through it straight up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, look, we thank you all for listening to, to this episode of the AZs and Rupus podcast. The next time we get together, we're going to give you our, our list of the the top albums and stuff of, of 2018. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into that. That's going to be nice. Man. That's going to be dope. And uh, we're sorry for what we said about Mike, but we just got to keep it 100 with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, man. Keep them in the pop because you take them out of pop, it's going to get real crazy. For real. It's, it's going to get shaky. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So look, hit us up on the uh, Twitter and the IG, A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D-A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D-A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D-A-Z-S-